Everybody ready? What are we doing? We're doing our podcast now. Season seven. Season seven. Season seven. Season seven. Season seven. Do we have a an interview today? Because we're now like the interview podcast. We had uh, yeah. a broadcasting legend Rod Smith last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had uh, Olympic gold medal winning curler, and now back to her second Olympics, Jennifer Jones. Yep. So we've kind of. You know, after basically six seasons of just being us four chumps, mm-hmm. people might have expectations now. Any ideas? Yes. Today? Roberto, Roberto Luongo hasn't talked about you in a while. Probably should get him to do something. Wow. Maybe Brooks. Well, maybe a little. Brooks is a little huge, huge get. That'd be that would be a, that'd be what, a big what about, get. What about Eric Stone Street? Are we past that now? I think we've got uh, it. We've we gone to shows off the air. Yeah. Screw him and the six hundred ninety-seven dollars or whatever it took to get him. Call us when you're relevant again. Uh, Saf, I, I see you stuck with the curling background, eh? For a second, that's unlike you. Usually, you change your background yeah, out with two days well, off. If you, to think about if you it. remember, two days ago, you asked me to stay with the same background. Oh, that's right. I, I forgot about that. Uh, we welcome back Lester to the. Oh, wait a second. We welcome back Lester on Tuesday. I never said welcome back, Lester, because I guess Jennifer Jones was there, but we missed you last week, Lester. We well, thank you very much. Uh, listen, I had a good week off and uh, spent some time with my brother and everything, but I'll uh, shout out to him, Mark clean but uh i i did not watch the whole podcast with rod but i did see uh, quite a bit of it and i, I thought the uh, the stories about the olympics were hilarious so <laughs> roddy's roddy's can we talk about your 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 background already this feels like a bit of a flex background uh, we've mm-hmm. not seen this from lester before he has about eight guitars behind him this is kind yeah. of seems to no, me we, to be a we, signal to the ladies that I'm a musician, I can play various guitars, and I'm ready for you. Well, uh, you know what? It, 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 they have been, I'm sure Stop was about to say, they have been in the, pro- the background before, but not as prominent. I've changed the configuration of this, this room, and as such, they're a little more prominent now. But yeah, it's nice. I like them. Do you notice uh, yeah. some, of, some of our commentators have the careful placement of the guitar sometimes? I will note yes, two of do. them. Uh, Ryan Rashog often places the guitar behind him whenever possible. Mike Johnson, also a oh, placer uh, yes. of the guitar in the he, shop. Yes. MJ, I've never known. I don't know if, if I've ever heard of him playing the instrument. I know Rashad does uh, fool around with it, but I don't know if MJ, I've never heard MJ say he's uh, a Do you think that pruner. that is a, that's a boss move if you don't play guitar to put the guitar in the background for the Maybe. illusions that you're a worldly yeah. musician. Puffy, should, should, we try, I, I, should I try that? Like when I'm doing try insider, insider trading from home? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you should try that. I think Stratocaster be behind me, Lester? I think do you so. Have, you have, don't you have, have an acoustic, you. Jimmy? You have hmm? an acoustic, don't you? If, if, uh, <laughs> if you need a guitar, uh, uh, Drag's son Mason is now in that business. Oh, yes. he, he sells like, yes. yes, high-end uh, guitars and um, really fancy. You know what? And he sells them to broadcasters. <laughs> he should. He's oh, he make a killing. Sell them to rich guys who yeah. are having an identity they crisis. They don't even have to work. Exactly. Exactly. No, no, no. Dregs was telling me when we were in Montreal that, yeah, that his son had just picked up some high-end Fender, like a 1969 Stratocaster. Oh, and yeah. 
was doing really well with that business. So that's great, man. Listen. Well, we should we should name the company of the business. Can you can you text? I guess I have to text Drake's, but I have to lose it here so I can get it before the end of the podcast. Uh, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. What is the name of Mason's? This is good podcasting right here. Aaron Drager live texting on the podcast. The I always love, podcast. love. I love the look on the woman's face between James and Masai. Your <laughs> listeners have no Masai's idea what you're not talking doing. about. Oh, they, they, yeah. right, so what do they see? What do the listeners see? Oh, they would see that. They would see that. They, yeah, they're they're listening, listening. They wouldn't know. No, our listeners, listeners have that. puzzled looks on their faces. Our viewers could see it. Yes, correct. Oh, yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't what see. I don't. See? I don't differentiate that way in the language. I just say words, and I expect people to get the gist and figure out what I'm trying to say. That's how communication our, works. For our listeners, uh, when I disappear, like to send a text or something. Um, my a picture comes up of me, and I guess it, whatever I don't know where. Why does that photo come up? I don't know. It's you and Masai talking. Must have said it. It's me and Masai talking after after in Oakland after the Raptors won the championship. So I guess I it's my flex photo for my name somewhere. I guess I think it might be my maybe it might be my Twitter or Instagram or some photo. I don't know. Now did you did you? I think it's my Tinder. It's my it's my Tinder profile. There you go. Do you know what's going on with what had went on with Masai at that point? Because I'm guessing that was after after he had the incident on the floor. Yeah. No, I, I did not. I did not know that. It, it didn't. It didn't come out till afterwards. I think probably in the moment, you know, there was a heated 30 seconds, but you've just won the NBA championship. So yeah. Quick, quickly gets forgotten for the next couple of yeah, hours, exactly. and then, exactly. then comes yeah. up later. What an idiot that cop was! Excuse me, by the way. 100. percent And a racist. No, no, this. Yeah. Sorry, I got to put yeah. that in there. Um, very quickly, though, James. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I'm, required Sorry, I'm, gonna, I, I'm, I'm required to throw in a race. <laughs> 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 I'll get in trouble if I don't. <laughs> Just very quickly, that Raptors championship, where does it rank for you? I mean, you, you said you said the Olympics, I think, was, was your mm-hmm. greatest in 2010, but is, is that a close second, Raptors? It's, I don't know about, it's, it's that's a great question. Yeah, Tiger is going to be before. I, I had to answer that question because I was when I was doing the book tour uh, the last year or whenever you get asked that question a lot on podcasts and things and and I would say that the Olympics I've always said 2010 is number one. I would say that's really close. Uh, Tiger winning the Masters in 2019, but there's one, the one thing about that puffy is as of you know you and I. I've told the story many times about you and I being there when Tiger walked from nine to 10 and the craziness in the crowd and Puffy yelling, you got this buddy. <laughs> or whatever you said. I said something much cooler than that. Like, yes. <laughs> Come on, Tiger. Um, but we were not there at the moment he won. Right. Uh, we can't. Well, well, I we, was. Oh, you, were you there? Yeah. Um, see, physically, I, sneaked I, up I, the hill. I was on the, our set a few hundred yards away so I could hear it but I couldn't see it. Whereas Lester with the Raptors, I'm right there watching it happen down on the court 30 seconds later. So, you know, there's a little more of the, and I'm interviewing the players after where I'm not interviewing Tiger Woods. So the actual experience, I would say, plus the parade and everything that came after that, I would say the Raptors over that Tiger win. Um, Mm. But they're, they're, they're very close. And there's been a bunch of, you know, a bunch of great cups. And one, I always tell, uh, when the Red Blacks won the Grey Cup, which people would say the Red Blacks win the Grey Cups on one of your top moments of all time. But I think I've said before on this pod, my my dad uh, was, you know, the biggest Ottawa football fan 
ever. That's all I did with him growing up. It's all he talked about. He keep he only bought black cars or <laughs> and then painted and then had red and white rally stripes painted <laughs> on him my entire youth. He was he was really? wow. yeah. And uh, or if it was a white car, it was black and red. And my friends still always joke that we're like when they came over to my house, all he wanted to talk about was the Rough Riders slash later Renegades, whatever. So uh, my dad was already sick then, uh, and he would end up passing away like a year later. But for them to win and for me to be on this on the stage handing out the Grey Cup to them was and calling him after was a pretty pretty darn cool yeah. moment just just for That's that awesome. reason. Um, so, but those are those are all up there. But the Raptors, I would say, yeah, it's pretty close number two. Uh, to be to be part of that TFC also was really cool. Like I, yeah. I like mm-hmm. the like the sort of moments from 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 different championships are the just the coolest things, and I, I've been so lucky to be a small part of those. But anyway, um, why don't we get to uh, the week that was? Let's discuss the week that was with James Dunning and the Rebel Boots Podcast Crew. I was in. Uh, I was in the city that rhymes with fun uh, on the weekend. I don't think we can say that anymore. <laughs> we can't say that anymore? <laughs> the city that rhymes with fun. Regina. <laughs> I thought you didn't know. You oh, me. It was uh, balmy. I got incredibly lucky. It was like two degrees and uh, sunny, and it was a great game. I was a little disappointed with the crowd, frankly, but I think that's a bit of a COVID COVID leftover for sure. It's happening in all sporting mm-hmm. events, but perfect day in Regina. That worried not, me a little bit. Not the whole crowd. Some pretty good fans at that game. Oh yeah. Signs. There was a terrific fans. Thank you for thank you for the prompt. Because that's what I was actually trying to get to. So I'm sitting there. I'm I'm in the booth, the, the TSN booth, and uh, it's before the game. And I hear nothing. And I turn around and I can't see the guy's face because he's holding his toddler and the toddler has the sign like John Cusack can say anything holding the sign proudly above his head that says, where's Puff? And I thought, (laughs) what a moment. What a moment. That is awesome. My favorite kid in the world. Every kid included. Uh, Hey, stop. Don't worry about it. I'm sure people ask about us too. Guaranteed. (laughs) No, he did. Then the guy then yelled out, "Say hi to Saf and Lester as well." I I mean that. You didn't didn't get that part. I couldn't tweet that out. (laughs) No, (laughs) was a visual. It was more the visual. Very visual prop. And I'm happy they got my sign. Listen, it's all good. I was going to say, if if, if you're asking for pop, for pop, that's a good thing for all of us, man. People are listening, which is great. Oh, definitely. Now, did that sign make the make the actual broadcast? Uh, it did not because how is uh, that possible? Come on, John Hines. That would have been an obvious <laughs> promo for them to make going to break. Yeah. Like, yeah, come dropping on. the rubber boots. Pop. You tell me you couldn't have done that in the second quarter. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty Freaking weak Heinze. first half. Yeah, like come on. Yeah. I think Heinze, if he saw the sign, also would have said, who's Wait, Puff? Who's Puff? <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what he would have said. I think the question is now, uh, I'm off to Winnipeg this weekend, where the Rubber Boots pod is very big in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. Does someone follow up with a sign? I think so. In the Winnipeg crowd. I would guess, look, I don't know what we have listeners-wise, like, I don't know, like 20,000 or something, population of the country. That would be like 1% of the country, something like that. <laughs> 
<laughs> but <laughs> those uh, numbers uh, seem about right. Probably seventy-five percent <laughs> of CFL fans in Winnipeg. Yeah. Right, so a higher yeah. higher percentage of that, and uh, uh, so I would guess that in the crowd, let's say there's thirty thousand in Winnipeg, there probably have to be, you know, three thousand hardcore rubber boots fans. That's one percent, right? Yeah. Do you think we'll get we'll get like a group of guys who take their shirts off and it spells out rubber boots pod? Yes. yes. I'd love to see that. And then you will do a meet and greet with those fans if they do that. Of course I will. I will have them to my room after for for a few pops. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Or even BetSafe. Just maybe the BetSafe logo when they take off the shirts and they got the BetSafe logo right right on their boobies. That would be amazing as well. That's um, breaking news. Well, the only other thing I want to say, first of all, thank you, Regina. Uh, wonderful town. Super nice people at the game. Um, ex- exciting football game in the end. Overtime. What more do you want? The only, what a I game. said, the only, the only CF, more CFLE thing that could have happened in that game is if uh, Lother missed the last kick and they had to punt it out of the end zone for the whole single. Now, and then they punted it back in the back end zone. Uh, I, I, have, I had a question for, for you guys. Could, could you just punt the ball through the end zone? And win the game. For, well, I don't know if we've had that. You call Bump. Bump has to know. He was <laughs> hey, and you know Bump will be on here in three seconds. <laughs> Let's, <laughs> try Let's, Let's try it. Let's try it out. Let's call Bump. Let's call Get him on okay. here. Like, why are they risking him hitting the upright and it not going in the end zone when they could just hammer a punt right through? Now I know it's kind of a bush league win way to win, but I would also love well, for which, a great cup. That's to be what you would want way. to do, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like just I, don't I, you take all the risk out. Complete ignorance on this. I always thought you just had to get the ball into the end zone, so the other team has a chance to either try to carry it out or kick it out. Mm-hmm. But being able to miss from the ten yard line and win a game by a point that doesn't really make a lot of sense. I am pretty sure that you could have punted the ball out of the end zone or had a missed field goal that went through the end zone or or tackled the guy on the missed field goal and you would have won the game. Yeah. However, the way I think it should be is you should have to win with a field goal or touchdown. I don't think you should be able to win with a missed field goal or a punt single. Mm-hmm. All right. By the way, we won a uh, touch football championship that way. We got to the 15-yard line mm-hmm. and it was in a tie in a in a tie game with like 20 seconds left. And instead of kicking the field goal or going for the touchdown, we put it in the end zone. And the, the opposing team was so bad because this was like beer league. Like, you're really gonna win, you're gonna win our beer league on a punt, a punt single. You're like, we're damn right we are. That's why like, that's right the first are. thing I always think of. I'm like, I don't care about the like how, just get the win. This look at there this. Okay. Bump, Look at this. It's bump, bump everybody. Bump, Welcome. Bump, hey. Bump, special. Bump, See, I said bump, we'd have another guest bump, today. Bump, now we've yeah. got Roddy, Jennifer Jones, Bump. Talk about that little triumvirate of guests yeah. back. Talk about, Talk about bump, ending with the best. We, we know you're busy. We won't keep you too long. But um, so uh, Puffy asked this question. And as the host of the Grey Cup, I should probably know the answer. And I think I do, but I just want to make 100% sure. Uh, in the overtime, when Saskatchewan is kicking the field goal, um, if they missed the field goal, but it went through the end zone, they win the game with the single, right? Correct. Right. And they could also, if they were a little bit closer, they could have punted through the end zone for the single as well, correct? They could have done that, yes. Does, does so why didn't they? Out the back. Only out the back, though. Uh, the field yeah. goal is safer. The field goal is safer, Puffy. No, yes. it's yeah. way more. Why is the field goal safer? Anyone well, can the punt would be safer ball. if you can just boot it through. Yeah, yeah. yeah but at that, those guys, those guys could just boot it through the end zone. From that distance, right, so, it's not like that was a 50 yard field goal. 32, 37. 
Yeah, it was yeah. it was inside forty yards. Like he's getting that through the end zone anyways. But, but my worry was one of the best kickers in the league, so he's going to make that anyways. But there, say he no hit doubt. the upright, and then it wouldn't have gone in the end zone. That was the only way they could have lost. True. And that's why well, like, you could have hit, you you hit the upright with a punt too. Well, do you want those Aussie rules? One well, where you bootleg out and you kick it through. So, I don't know. So just with a punt, a punt a, twenty yard end zone, you could have something. You could go off the side of the foot. You could get it yeah. high, and maybe it doesn't go all the way out. The other guy can kick it out. The field. Okay, so you're way overthinking this. Part. Sorry, hypothetically, yeah. if we're at a tie game, ten seconds left in the fourth, we're on the ten yard line. Yeah. Can we just boot the ball through the end zone? No one has a shot at touching it, and we have yes. the game by yes. one point. Yes. Yeah. Why it, wouldn't you do that? That is perverse. It actually happened. In my high school, in my last year of high school, our high school football team won it on a kickoff yeah. that went through the end zone because a guy botched it and it got kicked through the end zone and we won the county title. That's awesome. I, I already told the same title, same story about my touch football league. Okay? Yeah, yeah, but nobody your cares about your stories anymore. After yeah, but this years. was legit. This was a sanctioned county game. Yeah, yeah this is yeah. high school. This is a touch it's not football. Yours was like men's league. Uh, Bob, we, uh, you gotta get lost now because we want to save your material for when we have you on the podcast next, when, uh, when I can't make it or Puffy can't make it or Lester can't make it. Stop. If he doesn't make it, the podcast is over. Why don't, why don't we try to do one? Maybe I'll be too busy at like great cup week. And then bump is the actual host and see if it goes better than when I'm not there with you three bump hosts. That'd the pod. be outstanding. Bump hosts the pod during great cup week. Wow. Oh no, great cup week. He's kind of busy. Maybe when I go to uh, Turks and Caicos in January. If I if I host, could it be called the Rubber Chicken Podcast? For sure. (laughs) The first rubber thing I could think of. That was bump our uh, special guest this week. Or do I leave? No, you got to leave yourself. You know, Jimmy has no idea how you can actually stay till the end. (laughs) I don't don't know how to get rid of him. Let's see if I know how to get rid of him. Refuse to leave. I I got to leave. Stop. That's who figures it out first. Oh, no, he's, he's gone. gone. Oh, he's gone already? I, I do have some uh, CFL trivia for you guys. Okay. Do you guys oh, know boy. what the lowest scoring game in CFL history was? one nothing. Ding, ding. Name the teams in here. Toronto Argonauts. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Ottawa over Hamilton, 1961. Uh, 1966 Alouettes over the Ottawa Rough Riders. So, oh, I was right decade, half right. I'm basically no scoring except for a single in the fourth quarter after a missed field goal attempt. So, was your James was your dad at that game? Is that what made him a fan? Yeah, (laughs) after watching that game, good thing we didn't have the rights back then. He caught the ball, can't miss next week. I would have been consummated around then. It was probably after the one nothing. Dad got probably the excitement. Dad got home and said, Sheila, that wasn't exciting enough. Get on over here. Come on, Sheila. That's that's my parents we're talking about. I'm sorry. Um, We better move on with the podcast. We wasted too much time. I did want to say one more thing about Regina. I stayed in the uh, uh, the worst hotel I've ever stayed at, and I live. Regina is a fine city. We just weren't at the the greatest hotel, and. the walls were the thinnest I've ever I've ever seen in a hotel. Okay, and let's just say there's some exuberant uh, rider fans, uh, a couple. Oh, uh, oh, a couple. and uh, so that was after the game, S- scoring and rouges all night. <laughs> there was a lot of rouges, <laughs> and, then, and then the fire alarm. I don't know if it was the same couple. They pulled the fire alarm. Yeah, uh, and by the way, this has happened to me before, and I want to know if you guys have uh, had had this happen before. 
why in a situation where the fire alarm is pulled in a hotel? Mm-hmm. So this person comes on. I don't even move now, which is horrific because I will die in a hotel fire someday because yeah. I'm so used to fire alarms. I just pull the pillow over my head. Don't Off move. up. Save this clip. <laughs> <laughs> well, would it, okay, Lester, it's going to be harder Lester, to find. Lester, when the fire alarm is pulled at your hotel when you're on the road, do you leave? To go, do you go out of the hotel or do you just stay in bed? I, it's only happened to me once that I don't think I left. I think I stayed in the hotel. You're right. Okay, good. Yeah. So I'm not alone on this. Does, would anyone leave? Does anybody no. left? Yes, okay. of course you yeah, leave. Of course you leave. I mean, and it's not just a hotel Fire thing. Alarms it's not just a uh, hotel thing. When I lived in an apartment building, this used to happen once or twice a week, and sometimes in the middle of the night, and you'd have literally everyone like from the building downstairs with the fire. And you know, this was, yeah. Sometimes it's fun. This was... Uh, when you're a kid, well, maybe. If you yeah. got to get up single, to work the next day. A child or single, maybe. Yes. Um, but uh, this sketchy hotel, I probably should have left, but I didn't. So then the fire alarm gets turned off after it dings for about five minutes. And then the person always comes on and says, attention, attention. Um, we apologize for the fire alarm. It was a false alarm, a false alarm. Um, you can, we're sorry for the inconvenience. Okay, great. Roll over my bed. Ten seconds later. Attention, attention. Just wanted to repeat. It was a false alarm, <laughs> false fire alarm. The building is safe. Sorry for your inconvenience. Five times. Five times. No, One yeah, minute over a Yeah, but to be bed. fair, that, that's for the people who actually took action. Yeah, Like out in the hall panicking. Yeah. I don't care about uh, them. I care sleep. about the lazy ass people yeah. that stay in bed. Now, uh, James, did, regulation. did your uh, friends next door uh, stay throughout the fire? Or did they? Uh, oh, leave? but that was the problem. Is that they? I, they were rejuvenated. <laughs> really? Yes. Near, near death experience sometimes <laughs> makes yeah, people yeah. a little more amorous, <laughs> a little warm. Wow. And, uh, let's get to. Uh, we haven't even start, started this yet, so we better get moving. Uh, this is Stoff's uh, great outline of the podcast, and it begins with Betsy breaking news. Stop, you're supposed to do that with me. Yeah. <laughs> He's still rattled. I didn't know which one you're going to do here. All right. That's well, exactly. breaking, breaking, breaking news. Breaking news. news. All right, Brought by our friends at BetSafe.net. Are you guys tired of onions that make you cry? This is a new sponsor. <laughs> Tearless <laughs> onions are here. I'm like, ooh, I can get some of those. Gentlemen, let me tell you about the Sunion. It's a new onion that has been named and took 30 years to develop using old-fashioned crossbreeding. So basically a company uh, has created onions, has bred onions that now will not make you cry when you cut them. Wow. Do they make red onions? You know, I didn't delve that deep into it. They basically crossbred a bunch of onions that don't make you cry as much. Um, So, I mean, is this... So, an initiative like this, is this actually worth it? Is this actually worth doing 30 years 30 worth years. of work in order to get here? It's like rather than work on uh, cancer. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, you exactly. know what I mean? You know what I mean? I appreciate the science of it, I guess. But listen, I mean, onions make you cry. That's just the way it is. What's next? The bead that doesn't make you fart? I mean, come on. Stop fooling around can't, food. Can't stay, you know I mean? can't stay fart. Stop this. I can't stay <laughs> part of the podcast. I don't know. It's toot. It's toot. It's greenhouse gases. Sorry. Uh, things have really, things have really changed. Wind? Is that better? <laughs> yes, that's really good. Break wind. <laughs> <laughs> toot. Did you ever? Did your mom ever have any cute names for? Uh, so my mom for 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 <laughs> for for pooping when I yeah. was little, she called it a, a jobby. A jobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I'm picturing like some Br- some British police officer walking around the building. No, Bajabi. She said, I'd be like, mommy, mommy, I got to go to the bathroom. And she said, do you have to have a jobby? Oh, what is boy. that? Is that just my family? Does that come from something? That's just your family. I never heard that in my life. <laughs> Those are the early seeds planted for daddy bath time. Yeah. I think oh my, my, my mom used to say dirty bums. Do you have dirty bums? <laughs> you, have dirty bums. <laughs> you just needed to wipe, I think. <laughs> I was, I know, I was, uh, I was like 11. Yeah. <laughs> do you have to go do do? Do you have to do a doo doo? That's my problem. problem. I think if you, I think if you Google dirty bums now, you can have something different come up, probably. Yeah. Make that. Make that. Can we, you gotta cut that too? Yeah. (laughs) Internet. Duty, maybe we can use duty. Anyway, I think, I think we decided on here on BetSafe Breaking News that it wasn't worth the trouble for the onions. I'll ask Brooksy though. She always is. She's always sobbing over well, the onions. Our so friends her. at the Sunion would like you to know that Sunions are preferred five to one to regular onions. Really? Oh, there you go. I don't I like the name. Really? I don't like the name. Is a Sunion, is a, Sunion a, a company? Is Sunion a company? Like they're called, they're called, hey, Sunions, you know, we're Sunion. Like- right. Or at least that's the brand name for this particular. Onion. Oh, okay. Some other okay. company might own it. Sunion. But- All right. Maybe you can steal the idea and just call them rubber onions. Rubber onions. Um, why don't we go to things that I saw on the Twitter? Already. <laughs> let, let us go. Freaky pigs, strange chicks, world affairs, polar bears, fake news, nice shoes, big boobs, jack dudes, all of these things and more as I sat on the shitter. Things that I saw on Twitter. Well, about uh, 18 years Nipplegate. ago. Nipplegate. Nipplegate. Yes. We're talking. We're talking. Okay. Janet Jackson. Hold we're on. Talking we're gonna be. This. This is gonna get canceled. We're gonna be editing this out yeah, anyway. So why we, <laughs> just go on to the next thing. That's that was things that I saw. <laughs> no. no, we're doing it. Damn it. We're doing it. Since there is something to react to here, we're gonna do our rubber boots. React. Yeah. React. We have an update yeah. to this eighteen-year-old story where obviously Janet Jackson exposed her breast. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, she her breast was exposed by Justin Timberlake. Yeah, they both exposed yeah. their breasts. Super planned. Yeah, come on. Um, so anyway, uh, basically, her stylist from that year has come forward to say that they're the way they do the Super Bowl is they actually tape the rehearsal performance and they keep that tape stashed in case something goes wrong in the actual performance. Okay. Boom! They hit the switch and everything looks fine on TV. Okay. And so that he claims they they should have cut it. Cut to the uh, rehearsal. No one knows this. You ready for this? When you do the Super Bowl, this is the secret. You shoot it twice. You shoot the performance twice because the first time you shoot it, you shoot it in case the satellite goes down and they have to cut to the original rehearsal. So they had a second performance that the minute that happened, they could have pushed the button and cut to the tape, and they didn't. Do you guys buy that? Do you actually think that? No. Because the rehearsal wouldn't have fans in the stands, right? No No chance. No chance I'd buy that. Puffy, that even from a TV perspective, like, okay. How would you do that? Two two inside baseball with with the four of us here. But so what they're saying is basically you would have to roll that tape it's not tape anymore. It's all digital, but you'd have to have it running at the same time as the actual yeah. performance. Yeah. And so like, I, it just doesn't really make I mean, sense. They do like a, a great cup every year. Like I'm usually have to be in the truck late on the Saturday night and um, they do the rehearsal for the, whichever band's playing. And um, 
they do, I obviously they do it for blocking and getting all their shots, but uh, they do record it. So, I mean, I guess there is a way that, but I don't ever remember seeing them do like start to finish of a song. So I don't, I don't think they would ever have it in place where, but maybe the Super Bowl would be different, but. Well, the Super Bowl show, okay, they do the same thing. Uh, I think the day before, two days before, for sure. But again, you know, there's so many wide shots and drone shots and such of the, you know, yeah. and everyone's got those bracelets in the stands. So there's no chance it's the same. There's no chance yeah. you could just you could just hit a button and roll yeah. the same thing. I, I okay, maybe they record it for the sense of if something went horribly wrong, like the stage collapsed or the the mics didn't work. And then you could do it that way, but there's no way it's an that, like no, that it, guy doesn't know. The guy doesn't. It's somebody talking who doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, it's they also, roll this. No, if, I don't if it's buy something it. as bad it. as what you're saying, where the stage collapses or whatnot, they would probably just cut the feed and go to break because. I mean, yeah. Like I don't mean like in a. I just find it unlikely. Death thing, thing, but yeah, yeah, it's I. I think that's. Yeah. It just shows you <clears> that they can interview one person who thinks they have knowledge now, and they don't have knowledge. Well, and they ends up going viral. And like the the stylist, I did hear an interview with him where he said that. The plan actually was for um, it to, to happen what happened, but they were supposed to cut the black so that no one at home would see it. Also, see, just I, the people in the, the stadium would, get the would see it. Yeah, but they, that was I, supposed to happen because he was I all always, pissed off because of the. They they said uh, I think it was Timberlake said it was a, a wardrobe malfunction, and he's and he was like. Uh, that's basically saying I screwed up, and uh, there was no wardrobe malfunction. The, it was did exactly how it was designed to do. It was supposed to, like I sewed everything. I cut like it did. Her dress did exactly what it's supposed to do, and they just folded on it because they didn't want to take the heat. But uh, I mean, it was, I think it was supposed to be artistic, and and instead, like if if it didn't get caught on camera, it wouldn't have been a thing. Oh, of course, that's, that's no, most things. And, and so I, the guy, I, the guy who screwed up though, was the person who was supposed to cut the back. The director or or the TD or whatever. I, I, look, I, I don't knew buy. It was I, I don't buy any of that. But to me, here I got a couple of things to say. Number one, it's a very unfortunate incident. It has always bothered me that she's sort of taking the brunt of the heat. Meanwhile, Justin's escaped pretty much scot free about this. It's always bothered me. Number well, no, he, two, he has uh, been and, dragged for the way he abandoned her. Upon hundred percent, I think. He's yeah, but look at their that, career. Look, so. look at their career tra- trajectory. What he's done since and what's happened to her. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, she's still done quite well, but like, it's not even close. Like, he's he's still a major star. He's younger too, I suppose. He was but, younger and going that uh, way, and she was sort of at the yeah, height. I think that plays well, into it too. This, but no, no, the immediate reaction, Lester's hundred percent right. Yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. and Justin definitely yeah, never sure. stood by her. However, the one thing I'll point no. out, she was one hundred percent a willing participant in this. There's oh, nothing a guy grabbed her and just exposed her. I mean, I mean, I think the whole the whole thing is totally blown out of proportion. But unfortunately, it's the Super Bowl. The second thing I will say, and and, and I don't know um, if this is a theory that's been explored. I'm sure it has been, but wasn't that right around the time when her brother was in a lot of trouble for the second child molestation trial, and perhaps could have been sure. her way of trying to deflect some heat off of her brother? I don't know. I mean, okay. I, just, I mean, that's it was possible, right around but... that time. And the Jackson name <laughs> at that point had already been such a been in such a, a bad place. I just don't know why she put herself in that position in the first I, place. I just she didn't need to do that. You know? I think her and Justin and their labels got together and figured that this would be a great thing to plan that everyone would be talking about the next day. Yeah. I don't think they realized the mm-hmm. backlash they would receive. I don't think people realize yeah. they, they realize how angry people would be over it. Because the end, the lyric is "I'll have you naked by the end, the of, the end song, of the song," right? And I think it sort of made yeah. sense that they would do that. And I think they thought if if you know, people are far away who are in the stadium. They're not really going to be able to see anything. 
and people at home aren't going to see it because it's going to go to black. So, okay, this is going to be so funny. It's going to be this buzz. And then it went everywhere and um, it turned bad for them. Hey, I don't think, uh, I think a lot of this is conspiracy theory stuff. I don't think there's any chance that they thought that was going to be on television. I don't, I don't know about going to black because why would you go to black? Like maybe go to a wide shot or something puffy above the stadium and they cut it wrong. But I, I do, I really think that no matter what some people have said, that there's a chance that they did have some, maybe it was like a skin color, like it was supposed to look like it. I do believe that there, the, it wasn't supposed to happen that way. I, I, I truly believe that because that was what you're saying stuff is the dumbest miscalculation you could ever make. Yeah. And yeah. especially with the, she with had the, a star the, covering her nipple, dude, that was the plan move. There's no, Oh, she did have a, she didn't, yeah. she did have a star. Yeah, she I had a special star thing yeah. made for her nipple. Okay. Just so, so that then, when the thing came off, you could not see her nipple. Yeah. But I thought you could see. But her. that came up. No, you, you did see her nipple. No, no, the star came off. No, there, there was no, there was no star, no star on the nipple. Hold on. I'm gonna Google the <laughs> pictures. <laughs> this has reached its peak. This if, is not even they, why I brought the story up. If they were supposed <laughs> to cut to black, yeah, and the, the entire production team and the director would have to be complicit in it, and they would have never gotten the go ahead for this. So none of it makes sense. No, except no, the only th- I guess Stoss part makes sense that it was just Janet and Justin and their and their teams that decided this would be good but no but a lot of people would that, be in on that that camera was there for a reason no, no they would but, not like no, CBS that's no, the dumbest that's the end of the truth but I don't, you, I don't know like it, it like the know. one thing is do you think the TV execs after it went south were going to step up and be like oh yeah oh, exactly no like, one's they're, they're, they're like Basically, the way to Lester's point, the way they made Janet wear it—that's not probably not just Justin. That's a whole lot of people that were responding. They're just—they're just—they're so conservative, though, in television. I just—I have my doubts that this would have gone all the way to the top, and they would have known this would happen. Like American American network television doesn't matter. Home of nine hundred two one zero, pretty edgy, edgy stuff. Were you there, Jimmy? They were talking about time. Were you? What Super Bowl is that? Uh, Thirty-eight. I think maybe I must have missed that because you're right. I probably would have known I was there because I was at 02, 03, 05. I don't know. Anyway, this is really good podcasting. Sorry. Yeah. Great podcast. Uh, great podcast. Sorry, sorry, listeners. When you're there, do you always watch the uh, halftime show? Yeah. And the one thing I'll always say is that usually it sounds much better in the stadium. Um, and when I, I'll go on you know, social media and people will be ripping it at home. And all have been in the stadium. It's often a, a lot better show, I think, just because it's like a concert. And it's yeah. I, th- I still think one of the great challenges they have, uh, per- specifically in a setting like that, it's one thing different when you have Adele doing a concert with one mic in front of 200 people in L.A. But when you have like a, a quick setup and a band playing, I still oh, yeah. think that television struggles to capture the sound properly to the home audience, oh, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so most of the sh- most of the shows are decent inside the stadium. It was the Carolina Panthers and the New England Patriots. Yeah, I was not at that. I was not at that one. So, no. so yeah. uh, the reason I brought this whole thing up was just to touch on the Janet thing. However, there was one thing I've always remembered from this Super Bowl uh, more than the Janet thing, and it's the one thing everyone's forgotten. There was a streaker at that Super Bowl that at, right after the uh, halftime show went down onto the field in a referee's uniform. Yeah. Fully dressed like a ref, oh, yeah. ripped it off on national TV, did like an Irish jig, ran around for a while, and finally got tackled by a Patriots player. He got he got on TV for that? 
Like he, there was a there was a right as he I think rips the stuff off they cut off uh, they cut from him basically because oh, okay. I okay. do remember catching a part of it. Uh, yeah. So basically, this guy pulled off one of the biggest stunts at the Super Bowl, being able to actually streak at the Super Bowl, being able to do it at a kind of a key moment just coming out of halftime. Um, so basically, I got to wondering how was he able to pull this off, and I found an interview that he did uh, a couple years ago where he actually talked about it, and he reveals that. He was sponsored to go there by goldenpalace.com. I'll interrupt you. This guy is the most famous streaker ever. By yes. Mark Roberts. He's one of he them. Just, he's gone in all, all kinds. Yeah, he's of, yes, golf Roberts. events. He's done it all sorts of time. And it's always been goldenpalace.com on his on his ass right. or whatever, and, right? And this uh, this would have been his biggest, I guess. Uh, right. Today, Coup. right? Uh, yeah. So uh, he gets sponsored. But the thing I found most interesting was that he sent he emailed the league saying he's from the UK and that people are really starting to get into uh, NFL over there. And if they could send him a couple referee uniforms, which they did, they <laughs> sent him amazing. two official NFL referee <clears throat> uniforms. And so basically what he did is he put that over his naked body, put regular clothes on top of that. Uh, he ended up basically taking the clothes off, jumping down from where he was, running onto the field. Wasn't really noticed because uh, he was dressed as a referee. He actually said uh, he noticed a lot of players were just puzzled when he stripped. They thought one of the refs had completely lost it. <laughs> wow. And there also seemed to be hesitation from the cops and the security guards to first get him. And so he says he started like doing the river dance and you couldn't believe how long he was able to do it for. <laughs> and then eventually they started chasing him around. Matt Chatham uh, knocked him over and the cops finally got Autumn, but uh, yeah, pretty epic. Everyone was, was never remembered. That but that's just it. But this guy got completely naked, and uh, we saw you know a covered up. So I, I'm I'm surprised he pulled it off. I guess the ref's outfit did it because after oh, after after 9/11, the since 9/11, the security at Super Bowl has been intense. We probably go through six checkpoints to get into the stadium. Uh, and I'm talking like we're three different uh, metal detectors and such. And the amazing thing is the, I think two years when your Eagles, the year that your Eagles won the Super Bowl stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're up in the stands in the auxiliary press box and it's myself. And uh, I think in, in this particular case, uh, our late friend, Chris Schultz was not there. It was me, uh, Jabari and uh, Jesse Palmer. So, there is a path, like they t- they tape it out on the ground or paint it, the path that you have to take for the media to get down, to get onto the field. And, you know, it's hundreds of yards through staircases and stuff, whatever. So usually a big uh, herd of the media gets taken down by our PR people with eight minutes left, but we always like to watch the end of the game and then make it down ourselves. So you know, <laughs> my, my, my wife bought, bought my mom's uh, boyfriend a, a set of slippers in a box and every day Hugo comes in and pulls the box out of my office it's a ritual and I, i'm kind of enjoying it right now if he does it if he's successful i'll, I'll show you there's hugo down there he's got his ass in there trying to trying to get the box let's see if he can see if he can let's see if he can pull it out so anyway this drunk guy sees jesse and uh i'm sure he doesn't recognize me i'm not so big in the states but he obviously recognizes jesse or maybe jabari and he wheels in behind us and and I sort of glanced over his shoulder. I get good luck, buddy, because we're going pretty fast. He somehow, he just tucked his beer into his coat. He didn't have, he just had his ticket on him. So we have these passes. He made it past, 
Now, we're not going to go through metal detectors now, but about six different security checkpoints. He made it all the way down to the last one before we went on the field. And wow. I, didn't, I wasn't even talking to the guy. I just kept looking over my shoulder, and he was still there, and he's giggling his ass off. And he was the last person stopped him from getting onto the field, which is kind of scary wow. from a security standpoint. Yeah. Because I guess. Did, did you, you rat know, him out? I, I did. He did. Did you he give did. the old. I, oh, Jane, like, <laughs> I, I would look at, I was going to, I didn't want the guy to come on the field because yeah. I don't, you know, I knew he wasn't going to do any harm, but at the same time. Uh, so Absolutely. I, you know, I, I was probably about to say something to someone and I saw a security guard grabbed him, but I think, you know, we're going fast and we're just flashing our passes. And so these security guys are like, yeah, they must know where they're going. And they just let us go. And this guy, I, he, he made it so close. Then he probably ended up getting arrested because of it. For sure. Uh, whereas sure. if he got stopped at the first so. checkpoint, he just would have no. been kicked out. That's why you pull the old, well, my, my tickets aren't down here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was, oh, my bad. What seat do oh, you have? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're probably right. You probably, you probably made it out. But, this is uh, in section ballsy, 613. Ballsy, ballsy <laughs> move. Uh, we're probably uh, running low on time here. Hey, eh? uh, Staff, we've been going for a while. Do you want to do a couple more of oh. your things? Oh, of course. I always want to do more of my things. So... Uh, we have this uh, video here that proves the uh, world's not flat, I guess. Um, yeah, I found that one. It, wow. You did. You did. Uh, it may have been tweeted I, out there I, by I, others, but sure. <laughs> well, me and Rex chat. <laughs> but you helped set up the camera that did it. Uh, basically, yeah. the Earth's uh, rotation visualized by stabilizing the sky over a 24-hour period. So it shows you. It did not understand uh, it. I did not understand My, my understanding is that the camera stays still in the air while the planet rotates oh so it was like a drone that was like in oh, the yes. air not yes. moving it's stabilized in one spot while the actual planet moves wow oh, interesting oh, how would you do that how, very cool yeah. I don't know. how do you stabilize something in the air with nothing fixing it to the ground it's Black fascinating magic, probably seems yeah. like it's pretty easy but it's very difficult uh, what's this thing about the links? Uh, you got a couple of links in here, uh, stuff. Yeah, well, this is, uh, I read it on Reddit, and I was reading about some links. I read it on Reddit. Yeah. Our feline friends, and uh, this uh, particular video had two lynxes face-to-face, and it was captioned as such. Two lynxes have a serious discussion about mating. A male and female lynx are engaged in assessing whether mating is an option. Given the time of the year, this encounter, which would place the female at a disadvantage regarding her prime fertility window, she signals it is already too late. Crushing. I've seen before. Who among us hasn't had this happen, yeah. right? Yes. About five to, five to two. I was going to say the video the has no audio, but uh, we've all seen that look. Oh, like yes. That. Yes. Indeed, we've seen it. I'm going to tell some Brooksy stories, but I'm going to be more respectful today. Thanks. Yeah. Um, and that concludes the things I saw on Twitter. Uh, no, I have I have a question for you. Uh, sorry, is, it really, is it really Lynx's? Wouldn't it be Lynx? Just like Moose? Lynx I. Moose? Lynx? Links. I'll, I'll links right doesn't now. sound right. Two links. Two links. Two links. Would be, would be links. links. I think I, I, I'm betting it's going to be links as well. Or linksers. Yeah. Two links. Yeah, yeah, links. Saw two links. links. The other day. A litter. That Ru- does not answer. A litter anything. of links. Litter. Well, plural of links. Baby. Just yes. say plural of links. It's not a hard Google. Dude, plural I literally wrote links. that, and this is what comes plural up. Plural of links. Linkses. Linkses. I don't know how to do that. Well, actually, it's listed as both plural links and then or linkses. So you can, you're right either either way. way. I like that, you know. Linkses. We're always linkses. Linkses. Is the lynx a uh, dangerous uh, cat? Yes. It depends who you are. 
Is it more dangerous than like the leopard? No, I take a leopard over a lynx in a fight. What about a panther? Well, panther, panther crushes great. both of them. Panther is a beautiful oh, animal, absolutely. but I think it would smash me pretty good. Oh, for scores, yes, yeah, absolutely. So is it is it as down. is it as we knew growing up? Does the lion and the lion eat the tiger? And the tiger eat the panther. Lion top, right? Lion top, yeah. Lion's king. Tiger. Of the what, what about a poisonous snake? No, no, no. We're just talking about uh, talking about cats. Follow along. Talking, talking about cats. Talking about the feline family. Uh, only a cat family. This are trying to confuse us. <laughs> See what? Who's, who's turning blue now? Okay, so we got <laughs> I'm talking about cats. Then we then we got <laughs> tiger. Tiger. Panther. Then uh, panther, black panther, the, the, the cheetah, black panther. Is there another kind of panther? I, I think there's a, the a rare, rare white panther. You see white them in the panther. snow in like Southeast Asia. Oh, the white oh, panther. Pink what, panther about the, what about what about this panther? What about a snow snow leopard? Snow leopard. On what terrain though? Snow leopards are usually dangerous at the bar. I knew you were going there. What are the safe I think there was there was one of them in the room next to me in Regina. She 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 was in her natural habitat. Okay, so lion, tiger, panther, cougar, cougar. Cougar's no. got to be up there. Leopard. I think the cheetah's like last because it's fast. That's it. I, no, never, but the, I think the house cat is last. <laughs> the cheetah's going to beat no. the house cat. I don't know. Yeah. Some of those house no, cats. The li- the, it goes like, lynx and then house cat. Lynx is just above the house cat. They got those nails and stuff. <laughs> cheetah. All I've seen wow. a cheetah do is this. I thought uh, once we'd again, off before. I, I once used to again, watch the lynx all the time. <laughs> an advertisement for the, uh, the YouTube version of the pod. Uh, you need the gestures to really go with it. The listening is not enough. I don't. I don't think a lynx. Lynx might be very not very dangerous or very dangerous. I'm really not sure. They so weren't dangerous at all. That's why they got replaced by TFC. Oh, that's it. seriously. That should get you kicked off the pod. Well, One week suspension. Wow. <laughs> um, are there any cats we're missing? Maybe people can send us some write-ins. Yeah, uh, please, members please, of please. the feline family that do, we did not include in our competition. Uh, I think we, we should, should we do listener mail or should we get the hell out of here? Because I think we did it all the time. I mean, maybe listener mail, <laughs> mail can redeem us a little bit. All right. Yes. Quickly, listener mail. Is there a theme for that? Listener yeah. mail. <laughs> All right, Ricky Schmidt writes in, and she basically sent us a list of uh, recipes just in time for Christmas. They are all Aspen oh, nice. recipes. So, nice. Oh, you know why she sent wow. that in? Uh, because I was on the Overdrive program, and oh, I know we discussed Aspic, of course, on the podcast. And I think just in a, another excuse to plug the podcast, I mentioned Aspic because it was Thanksgiving uh, mm-hmm. on the weekend, and American Thanksgiving. And I'd seen the thing about weird foods. And so I talked about Aspic again. And a lot of people were, a lot of people were disgusted. Uh, a lot of drive listeners by, by the, by the Aspic. So thank you, Ricky for uh meat Aspic is the next level uh, Aspic though. I think they're yeah. all bad. I mean, yeah, they're all bad. Gelatin, it's a horrible it's thing. Not even, right. even my mother, my mother's admitted that she tortured she's us. She's come around on it now. She's uh, she's yeah. anti-Aspic. Yeah. Uh, what was Aspic. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Krause. <laughs> Did you find out why the taxis in London wouldn't take Duthie and Rod Smith to their hotel? It's funny. It's funny. You, you said that, and I didn't understand why. 
And then, uh, uh, so I intentionally listened to that segment again. And Puffy, in the middle of the segments, Rod is saying, "So Jimmy, they wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't take the taxis, wouldn't take us on the other side of the Thames." And Puffy clearly says, "What is it, a sketchy neighborhood?" And me and yeah. Roddy both ignore him and just yeah. move on with the podcast. Yeah. 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 Uh, Guess so- who else wanted to know? Hurts, doesn't it, Puff? Jeff Cross. Yeah. <laughs> Puffy finally getting a dose of what Lester's entire life has been like on the podcast. Uh, it's, not all si- it's not all signs at football games, Puffy. It it's not all fancy. The well, answer is sketchy. Neighborhood. The the answer, Jeff and Puffy, is no. I don't. I don't believe that's why. I and we should have got Roddy to answer it. But uh, um, I I think it was because of the Olympics that there were some road closures mm-hmm. uh, leading to the other side of the Thames, and so the the taxi cabs didn't want to waste their time going that far. Oh, that's okay. my belief. But one that's guy, right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so now uh, they have Uber. <laughs> we had asked for some uh, some. Uh, some suggestions for our new show uh, replacing uh, Rubber Squid. Uh, Troy, Troy I thought Force. you were going to say replacing this show. Yeah, well, that's that's <laughs> definitely a possibility. That's uh, next week. Troy Force. Uh, Troy Force said uh, flight attendant. Uh, I didn't like the flight attendant. It was I didn't care it was, too much either. It was it just got too stupid for me. I liked the first episode and then it got stupid. Yeah, the, the uh, concept was good. I just think. Uh, there was an element stupid. of luck to it too much. Like she lucked into way too many things, and that's and it was just it just got dumb. Um, Jeff Laughlin, uh, Yellowstone uh, again, oh, it's so I good, it's so love good. the Yellowstone. And Victor Sum writes in: If you like Squid Games, you should check out Alice in Borderland. A Ooh. similar premise, but more character development and better games. It's a Japanese show. Uh, also to that, on I, Murder Island. To that, I wanted to add: Did you guys? Oh, did one of you, did one of you guys? I think I sent it. <laughs> a YouTube after, after, after I know being, you're going. Hold on. After being late to the Jennifer Jones interview, Puffy's trying to make up for it. Yeah. I, said, everything I, said, sent. I did that. I did that. That was me. You 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 said that thing about the real life squid game. Right? Yeah. Da, um, yeah. Mr. Beast. Yeah, I uh, very so well known. 100%. Is is Mr. Beast just a famous uh, guy who's he's gotten a, rich? rich he's off a huge, fam- like famous uh, YouTuber. Yeah, because this this Squid Games he pulled off must have cost a fortune. Lester, sure. did you watch it? I did see it. I did see. It. Yeah, Great. he's it's like uh, he's like he probably like makes I think about like four million dollars a month on YouTube, but he That's spends crazy. like four million dollars a month making videos for the next. Which is- so he's basically what you would be if you ever got successful. Exactly, except I'd sell five. <laughs> um, anyway, that I thought that was pretty cool. So shout out to that dude, even though I don't know who the hell he well, is. So he, uh, to explain to our listeners. He, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Why start now? <laughs> <laughs> We're literally talking about oh, this as, as something we all know already. It's like, yeah, that was good. That um, I said. I said. <laughs> that's the important part. His puppy sent it. Uh, basically, this guy uh, created his recreated the Squid Games, and the total prize money wasn't sixty million, but it was, it was 456 thousand dollars. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I guess a thousand dollars for each participant. The participants wouldn't die, unfortunately. Very disappointing. Uh, however, he uh, so I guess putting the games together and they looked pretty legit. Yeah, they cost quite a bit more too. My only thing is this: 
that that's the only clip where I've seen of that. Has anyone seen the actual full thing or is there any of that? I haven't seen the whole thing, but I will get it to you for next week. Okay. If you can, that'd be great. Cause I just don't understand why you would go through all the, spend all the money. Yeah, no, he did a, he did a whole thing. Oh, he Sorry, did. Hold okay, on. okay. Did you, what, how long was the clip you said? Cause I watched like a half an hour. Oh, no, oh, Mike. Okay. I didn't see all that. Like, uh, it was just a couple of quick a clips minute? that showed parts yeah, of it. Yeah, it's like a minute oh, or no, I, I, I was I'm like, quicker, did they right? do the whole thing? I watched the yeah. whole thing, except I haven't finished it yet. I got to uh, Marbles. But yeah, they did do the, they you know the entire crazy? thing. It has 124 million views in five days. Yeah. We should do this again. We, we should really do it. We should. We should do it. See if we can match. Can you imagine our half-assed, ver- <laughs> our half-assed version of Squid Games? <laughs> that part was like it's, people would die from like accidents. It's <laughs> just us trying to do rock paper scissors on Zoom. <laughs> oh my god! Oh jeez. Okay. Uh, this has been a, a disaster. Uh, we thank you for those are the best. And, hey, uh, we'll see you next week. I think I'm around again next week. Uh, it's getting busy. Jimmy's yeah. busy month ahead, so we might have to skip a week somewhere along the way in here. Could be a hiatus. Hiatus, but uh, for now, we'll continue rolling along on the uh, Rubber Boots Podcast. Thank you to our friends at BetSafe.net. Welcome back, Lester. We missed you last week. Uh, Stoff, good luck with this thing because uh, you're going ed- to be editing this for three days. Good luck with all that stuff. Good luck, Stoff. <laughs> Why don't we... Uh, well, that's Jennifer Jones the episode for the whole week. We'll suffice. <laughs> we'll release Bump tonight, the Bump CFL talk tonight, and Jennifer Jones is now the main part. <laughs> this show is just going to be the intro and then Jobby. thank you for listening. This turning into Bump's a job. Thing. Face is just gonna flicker on the screen and it's gonna <laughs> next week. Maybe we'll get Puff back on see if he knows. No, I uh uh no Puff Puff. This thing's coming apart faster Sorry. than I can have it together. Did I leave the pocket? Did I die? I'll do it again? Is this what my heaven is? I'll I'll I must be in hell. Maybe we get Bump back on. He'll know. It's <laughs> a, a good line. It's a good line. Killed it, Jimmy. It's a good line. I love it when we, we, we kind of improvise, but it's fun. Of course. It's what it always should be. No, no one's ever sent me a script. <laughs> <laughs> Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? tonight?